The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas gyms, fancy gyms, and general gymnanigans. Now I really feel silly for saying my name was Marin and not Jimin. <laughs> I know. Let's 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 like wait, we're gonna back up, we're gonna back up, we're gonna just retake that. Actually, let's just start the whole thing over, Carolyn. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm leaving the whole thing in. (laughs) I mean (laughs) Jimelin. I'm Jimelin. And I'm Jaren. Jimin. Jimin. Deep in the heart. Jaren! That's what my name is. (laughs) Sorry, it took me a minute to get there. And this is deep in the heart of Jim. That sounds weird. Full podcast um, about the Dallas Gyms. The Dallas Gyms, fancy gyms, and general gymnanigans. Uh, this is actually today. Yeah, a lot of gyms Much, today. So many gyms. Much gym. Very gym. Much gym. It is May sixth, and this is our seventy second episode. Congratulations for making it to the great Jim Sanity episode where Dallas has a new head coach. Are we going to say congratulations on that or are we just going to be like, we're sorry? I don't know how sorry. I have very little regrets about this podcast. Very few? Whatever. I'm drinking an IPA tonight. What are you drinking? I am drinking four small cans of cider. Um... Strongbow does this thing and HEB does this thing where it will sell these uh, five fluid ounce cans of all these different kinds of ciders and for like two or three dollars. So I'm currently 10 ounces into this four pack. Wow. Good job. I am. Uh, The first one was a gold apple. I just had the artisanal blend. I dropped a book. Uh, Now I'm on to cherry blossom. And then the last one will be. Rosé apple. Okay, at the end of the podcast, be prepared to give a review of your favorite cider. Yeah, well. It was less than two weeks ago, because we had a delayed recording, that we were talking about the Dallas Stars search for the new head coach. The Dallas Gems. The Dallas Gems search for the new head coach. And, and well, at the time, they were the Stars. Right, and they were looking for a head coach, but now they found a head gym, and they're the Dallas Gems. But is he really the head gym? Like, what is the gym hierarchy there? I mean, we know the actual hierarchy, the right? The cherry blossom and that shit was delicious. Uh, I mean, the head hierarchy, it's like the gym, the gymnity. <laughs> the, the father gym, the son gym, and the holy gym. But which one is which? Well, I would say that the president of the organization is the father gym. So does that make nil the son gym? That makes nil the son gym, and... Jim Montgomery is now the, the holy Jim, the spirit of Jim, the one who will take all of the blame when this season goes to shit. <laughs> We're already there. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I you know you know, you know me, Carolyn. I mean, Jimelyn. I just I just like to set my expectations accordingly for um, anything that I am about to watch or attempt to do so I can therefore temper my expectations and not hate myself at the end of it okay I will probably hate myself anyway because that's <laughs> probably, but at least 
of the right the right attitude going in. Anyway, I don't know where I got away from me. <laughs> so I, I guess I have to ask, how do you feel? How do you feel about the the great Jiminy? Honestly, I have been so fucking busy that I have not had time to watch the 20 minute press conference in which they uh, introduced the Jiminy. Um, and I have only seen a couple of uh, write-ups about him. Um, mm-hmm. I am cautiously optimistic because I like the fact that he is stressing so much, like, puck possession and all that kind of stuff. But then, you know, I saw that thing that I posted on Twitter about how his, like, seven, you know, like, goals, one of them is 50 hits a night. And I'm just like, you going to possess the puck and lay 50 hits a night? How is that going to happen? So I just, I, I will, I will, I am cautiously optimistic because I like the things he's saying, but I felt that way last summer for the Ken Hitchcock experiment. So I am just, we'll see how it happens is all, is all I'm going to say. I, I, I like what I'm hearing, but I've been here before. I think for me, I am a lot more optimistic than I was when Hitch came on board, even though Hitch was saying the right things. And I think, and then, and to be fair, I guess to Montgomery and to Hitchcock, the reason I was so skeptical of Hitchcock is that he was Hitchcock, and we had a large body of work. Yes, mm-hmm. and we to evaluate don't with with Jim Montgomery for sure. At least not at the NHL level. Obviously, he's been at University of Denver for quite a while, and and to support his his talking points, University of Denver did play a very relentless puck possession, move the puck kind of game, right. So I think that's where my optimism comes from, is I feel like even though we have a much smaller actual body of work to evaluate, and it's at a completely different league, at a completely different level, against completely different competition, they did play the way he talks about them wanting to play. Um, I do think the hits thing, I'm a little bit, I'm annoyed by it. I think the concept of it is that he wants hits to represent something else, such as literal physical energy, moving your feet, getting hard on the forecheck, that kind of thing. Sure. But what annoys me is that hits don't actually represent that. Doing the thing actually represents it. So by asking people to lay hits, it's easy enough to interpret as lay a fucking hit. You know, not be on the forecheck but the uh, the reason that hits keep coming up is because they're very very discreet easy to identify events even though they literally don't mean anything uh so un- unsurprisingly we have a crap ton of questions about our newest and favoriteest jim uh, i don't know that i would call him my favoriteest yet i don't even know the man carolyn okay jimlin <laughs> uh, it is over, I will finally be calling you Jimelin the whole time, and then I will literally never stop for the rest of our fucking lives. What? It, now I've lost yours. It's Jimin, right? Jimin? Jimrin. Jimrin. Um, Mare Jim? Mare Jim is fine. I'm, I'll, I'm good either way. You, go, um, you answer either? I would answer to either. Let's see which one sticks, which one you remember to say. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll take it from there. I hope you know that 
if we win this, see, here, here are where my expectations go. Either we're going to bomb out entirely or we're going to win the Stanley Cup. Because I'm about to say, if we win the Stanley Cup, and I've been calling you Jimlin all year long, it really literally will be your name for the rest of our lives. That's fine. Just, just so you know. That's fine. So I mean, if we win the Stanley Cup, I totally accept that as my fate. Like, sure. Like, oh, no, sacrifice. Literally <laughs> changed my legal name to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only slightly joking. I, I knew that actually. I know I, I got that through the tone of voice there. <laughs> I mean, it's a family name, so. <laughs> Marin Jim Atkinson. Okay, so we do have a billion D reader questions about Jim Montgomery, which I think we should get to. Okay. Uh, so first and foremost, and this one's a little bit hard to it's hard to do. Larry Joe says. Or asks, please compare or contrast Jamie Ben's face when Hitch was announced versus when Monty was announced. See, I can't do that because I tried to find the pictures of Jamie Ben from the Hitchcock uh, thing mm-hmm. and could not find them on the internet. Yeah, see, that's what I'm having a hard time with right now. Did not feel. I mean, like, I know they're probably on either Stepneski or Heike's. Wait, I found one. I found one. Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DM it to you real quick. Okay. Did Jamie Ben take a picture with Jim Montgomery holding up the thing? The, you know, the Montgomery jersey? Yeah, he did. Well, all I can say is that he definitely looks uh, very resigned. Oh, see, this, he was making a similar face as the Monty one. Um, see, that was my question. Like, I did, is it the same? See, this is uh, very business Jamie Benn mode. Yeah, the difference, I think, was that people were talking about, because, I mean, the Dallas Stars pointed out Jamie Benn's face looking at Monty during the press conference. Um, oh, here's another good one, though. Okay. Jamie Ben really does look like he loves this man. Uh, I mean, I think so too. I just don't have any like this is you. You found a good picture to contrast where he doesn't really care. Um, but it is hard to find any other picture from that press conference. I know, yeah, and I know others exist. I just don't know where to find them. Oh yeah, he's really excited about Montgomery. He's really excited about Montgomery. And what's even funnier is so here's even not to just contrast that, but. Here is a picture of Ken Hitchcock with the the two the the current gyms the prior gyms versus a picture of uh, the Jiminy together, and everybody looks a lot more excited. Well, I think the difference here is that Jim Montgomery is no one's best friend, and there was a lot more choice. For Jim Nil, anyway, and I feel like involved in that. And everybody had seen Hitchcock's ship before. Yeah, I think. Well, so I think what's interesting to me is that brand new day with Jim Montgomery. What's I'm just gonna leave this one open because you can see Jamie Ben's dimple, and that's doing me some favors. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, I think what's interesting for me is that they said they were going to have this long, exhaustive coaching search. And then, like, oh. literally less than two weeks after we started talking about it. Oh, that's, the coach! That's why I'm a little... I'm just a 
little nervous, you know, because I just mm-hmm. don't. I wonder. I wonder how much thought they really put into this process instead of just being like, well, this is the first person that's saying the things that we want to hear. So we're just going to go with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. There were a lot of exciting names on the table. I know that Montgomery is somebody that other teams are wanting to get. So I'm probably very excited that we got him. But as far as an exhaustive search goes, this wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So Courtney, uh, Courtney asks, Courtney 8 asks, on a sale, scale of sober to giddy, how happy did this photo make you? Terrible facial hair notwithstanding. And the joke that followed it, which is the find somebody who looks at Jamie, or looks Bro. at, find somebody who looks at you the way Jamie Ben looks at Monty. And we will post this pictures all up on the, the the links when we post the podcast. I mean, the facial hair is not as terrible as it was. Maybe he just needed to shave it and let it grow back better. Maybe. As was previously suggested. Um, also, is he getting a little gray on the sides? Or is oh. that just the lighting? Uh, I don't know. Let me pull up the... No, don't pull up the article. Pull up, Make the picture bigger. Open image and new tab. Thank you. I think it's just the lighting. Okay. I wasn't, I'm not prepared for that. So don't do it yet, Jamie Ben. I mean, I'm here for it, but I don't know I mean, if I'm ready for it. Obviously, but I'm not ready just yet. Yeah, because it's different on the other picture. Okay, maybe it's just, maybe it's just, I think it's just the lighting. I think it's just the lighting. Anyway. Uh, we almost had a meltdown. We narrowly avoided a meltdown already. Very narrowly avoided a frickin' meltdown. <laughs> is Jamie Ben going to be the best? I mean, okay, obviously there is a bias there. But I think he would honestly have the best salt and pepper hair of the current crop of Dallas Stars. I mean... When he wants to, I think he has some really fucking good hair. So, I feel like I'm going to have to agree with you. But I'm also, like, thinking about the other guys who are on the team. And, like, A, like, some of them have lighter hair, which doesn't generally do... Yeah, Jan Mark's not going to go gray well, because it's not going to show up for a long time. I think that Tyler Sagan's hair is going to be dark enough, but he's not there yet. He's not there yet, and also it's a different hair texture. That's just losing his hair. <laughs> um, Klingberg, you won't even tell the difference. No, he'll just go from like elf prince to like dark elf who glows in the dark. Ham Pat will probably get good. They're they're both dark. I think they'll get good hair, good gray. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, although I can't remember which one it is. One of them has curlier hair, so it's not going to be as... I think that's, I think that's the ham of the ham pad. Okay. That's going to be a little, a little funky. What's really weirding me out, and I, I mean, I have grays, but they're, they're not particularly prevalent, but what weirds me out is now they're starting to get longer because obviously, I mean, it's not like I plucked them or anything like that. And they're just such a different texture from the rest of my hair. 
that it's so obvious when I hit one, when I'm just like combing my hands through my hair for whatever reason, like if it's in my face or something. And I'm just like, that's weird. So I don't have that problem for a couple of reasons. One is that all of my hair is a weird texture. Um, that's what happens when you have super fucking curly hair. And uh, like 80% of the hair on the top of my head is gray. So uh, it would be harder to find a normal hair. See, I just have like three or four very silver, you know, about five inch pieces at this point. And everything else is normal color from root to to tip. But these five hairs. I started going gray when I was 16 years old. But you also have a lot like darker hair too. So like I could have had gray hair. No, I don't actually. I, uh, I dye it. That's right. You have told me that. Yeah, my hair is like a light mud brown, like a light ash brown. I actually, since you left, and uh, I mean, you saw me at Christmas time. I started, yeah. I started dyeing my hair a lot lighter, and yes. it actually more closely matches what my natural hair color on certain parts of my head is. Well, I I'm actually pretty excited about being like I think I think I will look good with gray hair. When I'm go fully gray. I mean, I think there's going to be a weird transition period for me. I think that you will look great with gray hair. I think I like curly gray hair. So when my hair is a more uniform color, I'm totes down for actually just letting it go. But mm-hmm. I'm a little young for as gray as my hair is right now. I just don't want to age that much in such mm-hmm. a short period of time. So um, I'm not ready yet to let it go. <laughs> Still want to get carded every once in a while. <laughs> and I do. Dude, I still get carded at fucking H-E-B buying beer occasionally. Not every time. But, like, within the last two years, I got carded just trying a wine sample. So Nice. I know. I know. I'm like, I look at myself and I'm like, it is very obvious that I'm 37 years old with my wrinkles and my, you know, textured skin. Um, Whatever, but, we got Korean face masks, so that shit's not a problem anymore. Well, it is for some of us still. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, yeah. listen, I need my miracle face shit, okay? Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Good. I'm so happy for you. I There's no miracle on God's green earth that will help me now. Not even all six infinity stones can give you great hair, great skin. No. After 30. That ship has sailed. Although, okay, if anybody a... has an extra infinity stone. The skin stone? <laughs> I'm willing to try it. Uh, three, do actually. America come find me and stop me. Can we. I mean, frankly, to get Captain America there is probably a good enough reason to have an infinity stone, eh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Are we explored? That plot line. <laughs> right? Like, that would be a such... I, I have so many opinions, and I'm not going to spoil Infinity's War at all. Well, and we've already had our saying, opinions out in DMs, so... <laughs> right, but I'm just saying on the podcast, on the podcast, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But I am saying, why haven't we explored a villain that's just really thirsty for Captain America yet? I don't know. And I... And you know I could be that villain. If they make... If they... I feel like... I feel like it's a storyline worth exploring. All right. We have to get back to Captain Jim. We do have two more questions. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
didn't mean to cut you off. Today, I don't even remember. Okay, so <laughs> it's been great. Asked, how excited were you both when you heard the phrases "tough possession" and "relentless" said by Coach Jim Monty? She just said Coach Monty. I added Jim because it's the Jim cast. It's the Jim cast. Um. I was pretty damn excited. Honestly, like a lot of the stuff he said really, really ring true to what I want from a coach. Um, specifically, he talked about there are two different things that you need. Um, he's talked about how you need structure when you're playing away from the puck. So aka on defense, which is something I talk about all the time. But then he also said, on offense, you've got to let them go wild. He's like, I'm going to let the horses run. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because that is not something I ever remember Hitch saying, first and foremost. Um, I know he was like, yeah, we're going to try and make this system work for the players that we have and whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, he never specifically was like, yeah, no, offense is important and we have to do offense the way we do offense. And we knew that was his weakness. And lo and behold, that was his weakness. And um, that's not a problem that Denver has had. So I'm a little more a little more optimistic here. But I, I definitely am kind of in the same boat as uh, Mayor Jim. And I want it so much that I'm a little bit nervous about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, am I going to crush this thing, this fragile, fragile thing before it happens? Because that's the weight of my expectations. Yeah, I don't know. Am I going to smush this pr- precious butterfly of puck possession here? One can only hope that that is not the case. Yeah. So Billy asks... Any opinions on who you think the stars should add or get rid of on the coaching staff now that we have our head coach? Okay, I would keep Jeff Reese and Kelly Forbes and get rid of the three assistant coaches and let Jim Montgomery pick his own. That sounds reasonable. I, I really like our goaltending coach. I think he's yeah, done great things for, for sure. He's done amazing things for for Kari Lennon's career, and I really have appreciated everything he's done. Kelly Forbes, I think, has been fucking great at catching those things that we can call on offsides and all that. So, see no reason to get rid of Kelly Forbes. The nope. three, I mean, Kurt Fraser is, is on his... Uh, what is he on? His sixth, fifth season. Just finished his fifth season. Didn't, with didn't he come over with Ruff? Yeah, he came over with Ruff. Um, he had been... No! I don't think so, because he had been the, the no he didn't he I don't think so because he was a uh, he was with the Grand Rapids Griffins before with the Detroit Red Wings so I think he might oh. have been um, I think he might have been a suggestion from from Niller Nil but I would get rid of the three of them. Uh, I hear Stu Barnes is likely to stick around. Um, and of the three, that's the one I probably would give the most leeway to. This was his first season assistant coaching for Dallas. Um, at first, the power play did quite click a lot, and I wonder how much it was his fault that it didn't at the end. Um, so, I don't know. It, it sounds like he's going to be back, I think. But I'd be okay with... I'm, I'm fine with him one way or the other. I mean, they did have some good ideas in the power play. The stuff just didn't work. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on both Kurt Fraser and Rick Wilson. Same. Same. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I know we're Jim sighted, but there are other things happening in the NHL world. Namely, bye bye, Boston. <laughs> namely, the playoffs. <laughs> See ya later. I guess next season. Nobody cares. I mean, I guess some people in Massachusetts care. Uh, Delena cares what we think because we got a question from her. Uh, what do you think of the playoffs so far? Any surprises or predictions now that the round one is over? Okay, I'm not surprised that Vegas came out of the first round. I am surprised that they swept. I'm really surprised they swept. I'm surprised they swept. I'm what I'm more surprised by. I'm surprised the Ducks got swept. I wasn't that surprised by that. I mean, I was surprised. I'm always surprised when somebody gets swept, right? Like, that's unusual, usually. I was really surprised that the Ducks got swept. Um, I think what I'm surprised by is how well Vegas is doing against San Jose. I did not think they would be able to potentially go on to the conference final tonight. Mm-hmm. Um... I still think San Jose will pull it out, but I am I am shocked by that, I will say. And I mean, a lot of it has been due to the outstanding play of Marc-Andre Fleury, who I do really enjoy and have always have liked for a very long time mm-hmm. um, and thought that was a great choice by Vegas at the draft. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be my biggest one is that I'm surprised that Vegas is doing this well against against the Sharks. Yeah. Predictions now that round one is over. I mean, I'm still pretty pretty comfortable with my Nashville Tampa final. That was my final as well, and I'm still comfortable with it. Although I feel like I feel like the Jets could surprise me. Yeah, the Jets could surprise me too, but they haven't yet. Like, I mean, they both teams are playing kind of back and forth mm-hmm. the way they should be. I am a bit shocked that Nashville hasn't been able to really penetrate their defense. The, Still um, not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. I accept that feedback. <laughs> I'm still surprised that, uh, that, that the Nashville hasn't been able to break through the Thank Jets' you. defense uh, and you. get a little bit closer to the net on a lot of their wins. Um, Pekka Rene is playing out of his head as well, so that's helping them stay in the thing. Um and I think it's just a really tough matchup either way. It's a good, fun, good, fun series. Mm-hmm. Have you watched much of it? I've only gotten to see, like, one period of that series, but I watched most of the last Caps-Pens game. Not last one, because that was game five. I lost most of um, game four. I watched a lot of game five. Um, and I watched some of the Lightning. Are you shuffling the cards? No, I'm burping. The Lightning Boston game. I told you there. I told you there's a chance I was gonna burp after drinking all this cider, and guess what? I'm burping. That's not the thing that I'm hearing because it was patting. It was like pat, 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 pat. That wasn't a burp. Well, I was swinging my other headphone around that's not in my ear, so that was probably it. But that was probably it was making zero noise on this end, so I'm kind of surprised it was making noise on your end. No, dude, these microphones are good. They pick up everything. Well, I was burping and swinging a headphone, so you're welcome for all the extraneous noise. <laughs> I am so professional at this fucking podcast, goddammit. Like, 
I can't believe people listen. <laughs> 220 of you guys are re- y'all the real MVPs. <laughs> all the real MVPs. What are you even doing with your lives? Don't answer that. Don't answer that, but I know one thing that uh, Brad Marchand won't be doing anymore. You mean Marchand? I do mean Marchand. What's that? What's that thing he won't be doing anymore? Playing playoff Uh, hockey? Licking people? I was going to say licking people in the playoffs, but yes, he won't be playing either, thankfully. Good job, Tampa. Way to save everyone else from that scourge. (laughs) Right? Way to take one for the team, Tampa. So, unless you've been living under a rock, or not a hockey fan, at which point I don't know how you found this podcast, uh, Brad Marchand, Bruins pest extraordinaire, uh, has officially licked a second person, Ryan Callahan, I think it was Callahan. It was Callahan. In the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And this was like a lot more like deliberate, like visible licking than, who was it? Leo Komarov, I think. The first time he got basically called, like, he never even got called out for it the first time. Everybody found it on video after because it was such a weird angle for the camera. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, did Brad Marchand just lick that guy at the first time? And the second time, everybody was like, holy fuck, Brad Marchand just, like, straight up, like, licked that guy. Yep. What? Are, how are you feeling about the, the licking thing? I mean, honestly, I don't care one way or the other. It, to me, it's kind of a hilarious way to get in the head. It's like, it's psychological warfare, right? Like, it's a weird way to get in your opponent's head. Like, nobody expects licking, right? No. Nobody. So to me, it's a really funny way to do that thing. And if it were anybody but but Brad Marchand, who I don't particularly care for, I would probably find it more hilarious. But because it's Brad Marchand, mostly I just look at that and go, you're disgusting. And you've always been disgusting. And you always will be disgusting. You're a trash canva. Stop. Um, But the the problem that I have with it is actually more along the lines of Jen's question, sub-question under here, will the NHL ever take concussions as seriously as they do on ice looking? Because my problem with Marchand looking people is the fact that it was such a huge topic of conversation and everybody came, like, huge topic of conversation in a, in the, the same, like, round of the playoffs in which somebody had their jaw broken and got a concussion, and people were legitimately calling that a good hockey play when mm-hmm. there was clear video evidence that it wasn't. So, like, my problem with the licking is that we're still talking about it, <laughs> you know? Not, not, that I, not that I begrudge us this being a topic of conversation, because obviously it had to be a topic of conversation, but just, like, the fact that it's such a huge topic of conversation when there's this other thing that also happened that was far worse, that is kind of like, oh, well, that just happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, that, that aspect of it is the thing that I'm fucking tired of. Yeah. I think, I think there's some interesting points being raised around why licking is a good way to get into somebody's head. And I think there's been some good points around, like, this is non-consensual contact and, like, like semi-sexual non-consensual contact. Not that 
you know. I mean, yes, it is. Stars fans would know anything about licking, but that's okay. Well, (laughs) I get where you're going with that, but I would hope that Jamie Benn wasn't just lining up fans and not licking them. I mean, I (laughs) I actually would hope that Jamie Benn was lining people up and then choosing not to lick them where he refuses to lick anything anyway. Because if he's just lining fans up and doing that, that gets a little weird, right? Like just a little. Well, and so I think I think there's been some good conversation to that effect. Is like it's fucking weird. Like you don't lick people. Like you shouldn't. You don't lick people, and like regardless of whether it's psychological warfare or whatever, like you tell kindergartners not to lick people. Like right, Brad Marchand shouldn't it, be licking people. It's certainly. I mean, like I can, I've heard people's comments that it is like sexual assault in the workplace. I, and I understand that. And I completely am here for that conversation because that's certainly what it seems like. Yes. Yeah. And and so at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I think also, I think there is an understoodness that it is not sexual when coming from Brad Marchand that I think is important. In I think I like, it's just really deeply hysterical that you just said understandness rather than <laughs> understanding. I just wanted to hang a lantern on that moment because it was personally a good one for me. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just here to entertain. This is a podcast of entertainment, okay? You are entertaining uh, no. the fuck out of me. Uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think in the reaction from the league and from all the players and including the players who have been licked, I think there is an understanding there where you would not find that understanding and necessarily in other workplaces, right? uh, that this is not a sexual thing, right? Because it is specifically designed to piss somebody off, right? Um, and so I think there is, I think that nuance does have to be taken into account a little bit when you're having that conversation. Yes. Now, as far as the punishment is concerned, I don't think that nuance should be taken into account. You know what I mean? Like, licking is bad. Just don't do it. Right. Like, we should, it should be an offense that is more than a talking to, especially when you've done it twice in the same, like, set of playoffs. (laughs) Like... He has done it twice, once in round one and once in round two, and he just got a talking to. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I kind of, I'm on the same page as like where you're at. Like that's the part that really bothers me. Um, but there is actually the reason the NHL doesn't take concussions seriously at the moment is financial because they're in the big lawsuit about this. And if they start taking concussions seriously now, then they can't ever claim, well, head trauma doesn't cause, like, playing in the NHL doesn't cause concussions. Well, you know what I mean? Yes, and I understand that, but that doesn't mean that I can't hate it. Oh, no, no, that was not the point. That was yeah. not the point I was trying to make. Like, yeah, totally. It's fucking bullshit, but that's why they don't. <laughs> it's, sure. It's cynicism! Hey, do you want to talk about happy things? <laughs> sure! Let's talk about happy things. Let's like roll right in from that cynical take to the happy things. Okay. You go first. Uh, so I was having, I, I had a pretty like, okay week, but I had a really good weekend. So I think my weekend or my weekend, which was a very chill weekend, but still productive is my happy thing. Like it's, it's been a minute that I've just been able to like 
do what I want to do and be cool. Like, that's, like, I don't know. That was so vague. I'm sorry. Well, because it it has been a very vague weekend. It's like, I should clean the house. Okay, I did that. And I guess now I'm just going to go sit in the park for a little while because I have time and I don't really want to do anything else. And so I went outside and it was beautiful and I sat in the park for like an hour and a half. And then I went and got some ice cream. And then I walked home. And then I went and saw a movie. And I just did things I wanted to do. That does sound delightful. And it was pretty delightful. And then today, my mom and I had an early Mother's Day because next weekend isn't going to be possible to do Mother's Day type things. And we went and saw the Degas exhibit at the art museum, which was great. Cool. And then we went out for brunch at this place called Sassafras, which is like a Cajun American brunch place. And I had pimento cheese grits. That sounds amazing. Was amazing. And then we came here and we sort of like my grandma had given me all these old pictures um, before when she moved out of her old house. And I just kind of had them here. And I had a bunch of them on my wall at my old house. But my mom wanted some. So we went through, like, all of these old pictures together. And that was really fun. And I got to see, like, all of my mom's school pictures. And she could, like, correctly identify every grade they were because of the glasses she was wearing in each of them. Amazing. It was pretty good. So I think, I mean, having a super chill but also really fun kind of weekend where I got to do what I wanted to do and I had plenty of energy to do those things was is mm-hmm. my happy thing. Cool. Uh, I also had a super chill weekend. Um, it's the first time I've been able to go hang out with my friend Monica in quite some time. And it was cut short a little bit because it rained on Friday and I didn't want to drive down in the middle of a thunderstorm. So Understandable. But, like, when I say we have a super chill weekend, like, we get in our pajamas, we sit on her couch, and we watch, like, marathons of HGTV. So, like, we sat down and watched an entire season of Nate and Jeremiah by Design. Uh, We watched the entire new season of Trading Spaces. We watched... So, how is that? Um, I used to find Hildy hilarious. Um, And that was back, I think, before there were a lot of, like, these kinds of design shows on TV. But, mm-hmm. like, they had an episode of um, Trading Spaces where Nate and Jeremiah were actually the two designers. And they were sitting down, I think it was Nate, was sitting down with Paige at the end of the episode. She was talking about, like, the difference doing it the Trading Spaces way or doing it the, you know, the way that they usually do it on Nate and Jeremiah by design. Um, and he was talking about the fact that if you're not listening to your homeowners, you're not, you're just designing for yourself. You're not designing for them. And you're not living in their house. They are. And it was one of those things where I was like, Are you you watch Hildy. You watch the way that people react to her designs. You watch people say, I don't like that. I don't think my friend will like that. I don't want to do it in the house. And her say, I don't care. We're doing it. And I just get more disgusted with her every time I watch an episode. Like, she never listens to the people that want, that like, that are doing these houses with her. And, like, so far this season, it's been an 0 for 2. Nobody has liked her rooms. And I'm just like why does she keep coming back? Like, why do they keep bringing her? Like, you're just pissing people off. So anyway, I still love that show. But like, she annoys me even more than she used to back when I was watching that show in the 2000s, in the early 2000s. So anyway. 
Fair enough. It's been great seeing everybody, though. Like, Frank came on for an episode. He's not designing anymore, but he came on as, like, a guest, and I just got a little, like, weepy because I loved Frank. He was one of my faves. So, yeah, it was fun. It's it's been fun watching it. It was such a blast from the fucking past. I had no idea it was that show was so old until I see, like, a couple of the designers, and you're just like, oh, time has happened. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Training Spaces, I think that was on when I was in high school. It started, the its first year was 2000. Yeah, I would have been in high school. It was my, it, it, it debuted my sophomore year of college. My dad is calling, but I'm going to ignore it. Yeah, dad. Unless his name is Jim. Is your dad's name Jim? No, it's said. Well, but he has an then- uncle named Jim. Uh, Uncle Jim is allowed to call during the podcast. No one else. Uncle Jim is dead. Well, then it would be awesome to have him on the podcast, really. like We can hold a seance on podcast. <laughs> we can hold a seance and have Uncle Jim on the podcast. Yeah. I don't think he ever watched a game of hockey in his life, but sure. Maybe he loves it as a ghost. Maybe Ghost Jim is a real hockey fan. Maybe that. Maybe that's how he and I are bonding after life. After death? After death. I almost said after life. <laughs> That would have been weird. <laughs> That's okay. You get afterlife, I get understoodness. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, okay, do we want to move on to reader questions? Sure. Hang on. Now I'm texting my dad. I'm recording my podcast. Call you later. Except I'll probably forget. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> Ask a podcast question. Ask a reader question. Where am I going with this? I don't even know. Where are we going with this ever? Where are, where are my pants? <laughs> okay, Andrew Lefebvre asks, early podcast question. See, he asked this before he even put out the call for the podcast questions. Is getting Jim on the back of your new Stars jersey a galaxy brain decision? Uh, I think... It depends on the outcome of the season because yes, under certain circumstances, no, under others. (laughs) Explain nine logic. (laughs) If Jim Montgomery wins Jamie Benn, his first ever Stanley Cup, then you mean Jiminy Benn? If Jim Montgomery wins Jiminy Ben his first Stanley Cup, I mean Jim Cup, <laughs> of his entire career, then putting the Stanley Jim putting Jim on the back of your jersey is a galaxy break decision. If he flames out and we have a similar outcome as we did this season, then it's kind of like, ooh, all your eggs in one basket there, son. It's like those people that put... All your gems in one basket. It's like those people that put McDavid on the back of Sabres jerseys and then ended up not with McDavid. That was the worst thing. It was pretty embarrassing on their parts, I would imagine. Uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I forgot my happy thing. Did you see that Jets fan with the Aston season Yes! That's my happy thing. I have not stopped laughing about that since I saw it. Speaking of names to put on jerseys, that that person is a galaxy brain. That's the, yeah, that's the most galaxy brain, I think. 
Uh, I cannot endorse the gym on the back of a star's jersey at the moment. I cannot. Not yet. No, it just seems a little premature. It's too premature. Premature gymulation. Yep. Uh, Andrew had several questions. So, over under on the number of home games it takes before a Monty Burns excellent is shown on the Jumbotron after a Stars goal. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I mean, I'm like fucking first game. I, like, I, They're on top of things is all I'm saying. They know their memes. They, they know what know they're about. Memes. They're probably going to try and create their own meme. Like a new meme. I don't know. I, I'm not good at I'm not on my meme game. I think so. we all know that. Hey, I had a really good meme joke to this week. Okay. Five dollars to... I did! It was a really good joke! I was very proud of it. Okay. The internet liked it. Okay. Even if you didn't. I don't know what you're talking about, so I I don't... Oh! It was the one you have five dollars to make your perfect coach. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, that, That particular meme in general has never really been like i've never found i've never i guess I've, i guess i'm gonna be an old person and tell you i've never truly understood it so therefore i've never found it funny i have i don't know if i've seen like the original tweet from it but it was like you have five dollars to build your perfect man it was like a hundred dollars for tall two hundred dollars for has a good job five dollars wears clean pants like well again i mean like something. i get it i just don't get it i like i understand what you're saying and, like, you can only afford two of those things. So those are the things thing you stuck with. I just... It's only funny to me as, like, a riff on the original. Like, it can't... I, like, And that's why... Like, I, It's only funny to me because it's a meme. Not because I find the actual format funny. Okay. I don't know. I think maybe we're getting too meta about this. We probably are. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm obtuse at the best. At best. That's just how I am. Uh, will Coach Monty make the team shave their sideburns? And who will Coach Monty bribe with the mystery box? Which, both of these are Simpsons references. Apparently. Okay, well then you're going to have to answer this, because I've never, I've only watched, like, the NSYNC episode of The Simpsons. Wow. My dad owns, like, all of the seasons. Okay, so when when The Simpsons first started... Okay, here's how here's here's how here's how little Marin was raised. I was not allowed to watch TV on weeknights until I went to college. And I was definitely not allowed to watch The Simpsons and I didn't have friends. So I never went over to anybody else's house to watch The Simpsons. So I never got in on the ground floor of The Simpsons and therefore when I went off to college and had a TV of my own in my dorm room, I didn't give a shit. So I never watched The Simpsons. So the only episode of The Simpsons I've ever seen is the one I watched on purpose because NSYNC was in it. Just so you know, Maggie shot Mr. Burns. That was like the greatest cliffhanger of all time in like the 90s. Um, Thanks, I guess. I just, there are cultural references. Well, I'm always going to miss them. I also (laughs) never watched Friends or Seinfeld. I didn't really watch Seinfeld, but I've watched plenty of Friends. Enough to know what's going on most of the time. I mean, I've seen episodes every now and then, and I know some of, like, the, like, more internet-heavy memes about it. Like, I get some of these references, but, like, not really. 
Doesn't matter. Yeah. Keep going. Do you have anything to say about Coach Monty and the team shaving their sideburns? No, they're not. No, that's never going to happen in, in our our team. But maybe we'll have to make Jamie Ben shave his goatee before the season starts. But also oh, down. But also, if there was a mystery box, I couldn't like somebody would definitely sneak in and open it to see what the mystery box was before it was awarded. And if I had to guess who Rizal. that somebody was, it'd be Rousseau. Ops. Ops. I don't even know what we're referencing, and I can tell you it's Rousseau. I just know that there's a mystery box. So, yeah. Ops. Ops. Uh, you want to ask? Sure. Shani's Land says, how is Janmark playing at Worlds without a contract? Did he and the Stars get a deal worked out before he left? Uh, so, no, they did not get a deal worked out, but I have an actual for realsies answer to this. Um, Jan Mark is playing at Worlds without a contract because he did talk to Jim Nil and get special insurance to play for Team Sweden. I actually knew that answer, too. There's, I'm just, every once in a while, we know real things. Yeah. How about that? It's almost like we're a legit news organization. Except not at all, because we're drinking. On the job. On... The hobby. <laughs> on, yeah. The thing that we're a little bit embarrassed to admit that we do. Yes, that's the thing. Every once in a while. <laughs> Every once in a while. With regularity these days, come on. So much regularity. <laughs> it's like we've been eating our fiber. Which nail polish brand and color is closest to Victory Green? We also have a real answer today. Somebody already answered it on the Twitter. Oh, yeah, but we also missed number two. Oh, let me uh, go which, back. Which, frankly, should have followed up my fiber joke, which was very good, by the way. Does Jan Mark have the best sports <laughs> action in the league? Uh, yes, obviously. He's, like, right up there with Jonathan Taves. Yes, that's amazing. Like, when Jonathan Taves retires, Jan Mark will take over that mantle. The best yeah. derp faces ever. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yes, if you are interested in Victory Green nail polish, please check our mentions. There are several suggestions from other excellent Stars fans. Yes, there are. I, uh, mm-hmm. I might have to go buy one. Uh, I actually don't own any Victory Green nail polish. I do have a really great green that I love, but it's like a metallic-y green. I get my nails painted for me because I suck at it, so I've never... Invested really in nail polish. Well, you know, if you get one that is victory green and you take it, they'll, they'll do, do it for you. you. Right, right, right. True so that. Something but then I would have year. to uh, just have a victory green nail polish all the time. And that doesn't sound like something I'd do either. Not all the time, but you could take it every once in a while. And then it would get old. Okay, okay. I give. I'm. Give up, Carolyn. I give up. I give up. Delena asks, sorry, one more. Based on Seggs' many Insta stories, how many cumulative hours do you think he will have spent golfing by the time camp starts? Okay. How many days until camp? Camp is probably going to be in September. So there's 30 days in June, 31 days. So that's already, we're already at 61 days. There's, uh, ooh, that's 92 days plus August. 
Maddie, shh, we're doing math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're at like we're probably a hundred, a hundred and hundred and ten days till camp, right? Mm-hmm. Maddie. Well, let's say he only he can only go golfing once a day. Right. 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 And like so. So, 110 times. What? How long does it? How long does a round of golf take? I was gonna ask Four you. Hours? I don't know. Let's say three hours. That's how long like a hockey game takes. That seems a little low. All right, but at least we're looking at 330 hours then, at least. At a, at a mo- minute. No, that's a maximum. No, that's a minimum. A, we don't know that's, that's only minimum. three hours. Hey, we don't know it's only three hours, but I can't imagine him doing it every day. Hang on. Let's 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 do it. How long does a round <laughs> of golf take, Google? Remember when we were like, hey, sometimes we know things? About four hours. <laughs> so I'm sticking by my three hundred and thirty hours. Ah, but that's if he goes every day. No, no, because now you're shaving off some hours. Okay. You're shaving off the weekends, so. <laughs> but I don't think he's, uh, how many days a week do you think he's going to go golfing? I don't know. Is really, I think, my better the better question. You're asking me to put too much thought into this question. Listen, we have a responsibility to our listeners to thoroughly answer every question that I we feel like answering. I did so much math for that question. <laughs> Are you joking okay. me right now? Busted out a calculator. Okay, so you said how many days are left in the? How like okay, we got four weeks of June, four weeks of July. We got ninety-two days between June, July, and August. So it's right, like whatever is left of May and whatever it is of September until they go to Idaho. Okay, no, so. <laughs> Let's, what did you say? 110 days? Yeah. I said. All right. If, I'm going to assume that he goes golfing on 40% of those days. So that's 44 days. A little low. Times four hours. I'm saying 176 cumulative hours of golf. I'm saying 300. All right. Maddie agrees with me. <laughs> you heard her. Or Maddie agrees with me and is telling you you're wrong. I mean, I, she's my cat. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll tell you what. We will do another poll. How many hours of golf do you think Tyler Sagan will play this summer? And I will do less than 400. Or, sorry, less than 400. Less than 100. 100 to, two, to 199, 200 to 299, 300 to 399. Yeah, that's four, right? Just sure. four. Because we can only do four options, then, yes, unfortunately. I think, that's, I think that's right. Okay. So, unlike our last poll where we got lots of write-ins, if you do think he's going to play over 400 hours of golf, I'm a little bit worried about him. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about you, because that's silly. <laughs> Frankly, I think 330 hours of golf is too much, too. Okay, next question. Oh, let me open the podcast doc back up. I am still on about four hours. Okay, uh, Andrew L.A. asks, based on the naming trends in the NHL today, in 20 years when all the gyms are retired, what will be the first 
name all the GMs and coaches have, and will it be Brayden? It's going to be Jaden. Yeah, it's going to be Jaden. It's either going to be Jaden, Jackson, Kale. I hope it's Kale. There's a lot of Kales coming out. What? I don't understand. Are ladies just naming their children after what they crave most now? Like... <laughs> okay. Back that up, because our ladies really craving kale. Who knows? The ladies crave all kinds of things. Maybe they're naming their children after what they hate the most. Oh, well, okay. Do they? Do people really hate kale? Do people have that strong a feeling about kale? Maybe they're naming their children over what children? they're most apathetic their about. Their children? <laughs> their Their children. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're oh, naming gosh. their children. Yeah, maybe they're naming their Jimdren. Their Jimdren. <laughs> Listen. Let me find this, because the WHL just recently had their draft. And as everybody knows, the WHL draft is the best one for names. Yes, it is. All right. 2018 WHL draft names. Aiden, three times. Our Vega. Our Vega? Our Vega. A-R-V-E-G-A. Uh, one that is a uh, front runner, and I didn't think of it. Ashton. Oh, jeez. Boston, but with an E-N. What? Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N. Twice. Braden, B-R-A-E-D-E-N. Brant. Brayden, B-R-A-Y-D-E-N. <laughs> Brody, with an E-I, or sorry, I-E. Brody, with a Y. Bryson. Cabral. Caden, with C-A-E-D-E-N. Cage. Chaz. Cole. Copeland. Corson. C-O-R, not C-A-R. Davis. Dawson. Dalen. Devin, Drew, but D-R-U, not D-R-E-W. Ian, but spelled with an E. Listen, if I was somebody's mom, I would already be so fucking embarrassed that I had done this to my child. (laughs) Also, I, my, my, my nephews showed up already one time. Uh, but you did not catch the best ones so far. Um, there's Karsten. Carter with a K, and not just once, but twice. Uh, Skyler Steele, Tam, and Trenton, but Trenton has a YN. I don't understand. I don't. What? What? And Ryland. What are these names? WHL. Things get real dull in Saskatoon. I guess they have to spice things up with the naming. Like, far be it for me to judge another person on what name speaks to their heart for their unborn child. But at some point, somebody needs to take the baby name dictionaries away from white people. No, you cannot buy a Y. 
In fact, at some point, I'm just going to give everybody an approved list. <laughs> it's going to have one name on it. No, it's going to have more than one name because God forbid us having to like call like 18 children by their last names because they all have the same birth name. I'm sorry. The gyms disapprove. I see what you did there and I messed it up and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I apologize. Yes, and Jimlin. Yes, and. Wait, I'm Jimlin. <laughs> Mayor Jim. Do you remember your own name? <laughs> not right now, apparently. Apparently <laughs> not. Listen, apparently it's been a rough day for you. <laughs> Just going to turn off this podcast and all of a sudden next time I write my signature, it's going to have five extra vowels in it because I've been infected by the WHL. It happens. Happens. It does. I've seen it happen. <laughs> I knew a man once. His mother had named him Tim. But every year, he grew an extra Y. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Timmy, but has like five Ys on the end, and the first Y is the, used to be the I. <laughs> God. I just vomited a little. <laughs> uh, okay, the Dougal asks. I'm wondering what other edicts the NHL could make after Lickgate. Claude Giroux to be less ginger? I feel this is a question only Deep Heart Hockey can answer. Uh, I would actually uh, posit that Jim, Jim, what's his name? Claude Giroux needs to be more ginger. I would posit that everyone on the Flyers needs to be ginger. Actually, yes. They can take your Cody Eakins I will even sacrifice Mark Stahl to the collective. Um, who else do we have that's ginger? Do we have any ginger goalies? Corey Schneider! Corey, no! Okay, I guess I'll sacrifice him <laughs> to the joke. You can have Corey Schneider, too. But only for the lulls. Only for the lulls. Then you have to give him back because I need Taylor Hall to win a cup before he dies. Um, also, I would... I think the NHL should take your extraneous wise. Like, no. No, Brayden. That is not how you spell your name. But you have to leave it for Jiminy Ben. Technically, he does not have any wise in his name. Jiminy? Well, you don't need one. There are other ways to make an E sound. Yes, I'm just saying there's an E on Jiminy. <laughs> I mean, there's a Y on yes. Jiminy. <laughs> but, but if you go with Jimmy, J I M. I.E. It works. Yeah. That is or Jamie Jim. Name is Jiminy. Stop it. Stop confusing me. <laughs> Listen. If I can't remember my own name, you can't remember anybody else's. Wow. That That's is how a, this works. Is right? that a new edict that the NHL passed down? <laughs> I'm pretty confident that one was already in practice. Have you not heard the NBC broadcast. Oh my god. There were still Dominic Roussels this year. Although according to Sean Shapiro, that actually happens like everywhere across the league. Doesn't really make me feel better about it though. No, in fact that should make them feel worse. Should make them feel worse. I agree. Um other edicts. Um 
If I ran the NHL, the Anaheim Ducks would have to go back to their throwback jerseys. Those oh 90s Oh my purple god, ones. yes! Absolutely! I didn't mean to get that. Like, I think the NHL should just ban any jersey that's not cool. Like, that should be, like, there should be a process. Like, oh, you want that branding? You can't have it. It's gross. <laughs> We're not... But we should obviously be the arbiters of this decision. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't... Like, that... I thought I thought that part of it would have gone to that thing. Okay. Just making sure it was understood. Like, I don't want things to be implicit here. I want it to be fully explicit. Like, everything else we That's do. Making. <laughs> I mean, it's just kidding. We already have an explicit rating on our podcast. Ha ha! Right. Joke on everyone who listens. I got a really lovely compliment, and it was, like, uh, from our friend Brandon. And he was like, yeah, I was playing it in the car, and my daughter, Val, who is young... It was like, oh, it's so great to hear two women talking about, or two girls talking about talk, talking about hockey, and I was like, that's so lovely. This is not child appropriate. <laughs> not in the slightest child appropriate. In fact, like I met I met Billy at um, a training camp last year, and I, he introduced me to his daughter, and I was like, I apologize for all of the f bombs, and she was like cool i said it too and i was like oh all right (laughs) that's where we are that's cool thanks we're fucking role models man Man, i am a seriously i am a fucking role model you don't really have anywhere to go from there we have i got nothing i got nothing so my my, name's carolyn would you like my uh (laughs) review of all of my tiny bottles of cider Yes, absolutely would love okay, that. Okay, so I thought I was actually going to like this rosé apple because the the commercials are always talking about, like, it's like a rosé wine, and I like rosé wine, but it turns out when you mix rosé wine with the cider, the results are less than stellar because it's kind of like drinking a glass of rosé, except that you want it to be as drinkable as a cider, and it's not. It's a little too dry, and it's not at all what I'm looking for. So my favorite was actually the cherry blossom, which I have had before, but was delicious. My follow-up favorite for people who don't like their uh, ciders to be outrageously sweet is the artisanal blend. There you go. And that is by what company? Uh, Strongbow. Those are Strongbow. So uh, Strongbow, if you would like a sponsor, I drink your cider <laughs> while making my hockey podcast. And I will do reviews for free. And cider. Yes. But mostly for cider. Anyway, that's... I just want all those! I am done! (laughs) And that's all we have for you today. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Thanks for coming. Thanks for recording. I don't know. Thanks for listening. Where am I? My name. What are you doing? I'm trying to close... I'm trying to close the show. Close Close the show! My name's Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Glasslicity. My name is... What Are we doing our real names or are we doing... Shit! <laughs> My name is Mayor Jim. You can find me on Twitter at Jiminish. But actually. But actually Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at DeepHeartJim and or DeepHeartHockey. <laughs> and you can email us with longer questions, comments, or gyms at deepharthockey at gmail.com you can find our official blog at deepharthockey.jimpress 
Oh my god, that makes it sound like like a gym. Did you get all your gym press reps in? Uh, wordpress.com. It's dparthockey.wordpress.com. You guys know where to find us. Have a good week! <laughs> Bye! Bye!